and we were playing, I think we were playing Liverpool at New Brighton Golf Club in Sydney, right? And I was getting smashed. Like I was okay. getting very badly beaten. It was just one-on-one. And I was walking down the 10th fairway and I was, and I remember I just had a thought and I was like, I'm, I'm done. And then the next day I, I like quit. I, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm done playing pennants. And then I pulled out of heaps of events. This is Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoom. Talking to interesting people about that interesting thing that interests them. It's me, Dan DeBoof. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Obsessed, the second for this year, episode 21. Not quite sure which way to refer to it, but it's this one with Sam Taunton, a Sydney comedian. You might have seen him on MTV or one of his many comedy festival shows. We caught up at the Melbourne Comedy Festival where he was performing uh, not so long ago. He actually won the Pinder Prize. Well done, Sam, uh, which is a grant to take the show to Edinburgh in August. So if you're listening in Edinburgh, if you're going to be there, make sure you check out Taunts. Uh, if you're in Sydney, he's open at the Sydney Comedy Festival until the 5th of May. Uh, you could go see him tonight if you're listening to this early enough in the day. The show is called Straight From The Shoulder and it's named after his dad's 1988 country music album, But it sounds like a bit of a golf thing, actually, straight from the shoulder. I don't know. That sounds like a golf term. I should have asked him about it. But anyway, we caught up about a week ago about his obsession, golf. Uh, Sam played for the state team when he was young. He started when he was 11 and he gave it up. He gives a really good insight in this podcast into the psychology of golf, how it works, how it affects you, what it's like being out there. It's very easy, I think, to dismiss golf as something that only old men play or businessmen play, and we talk about that too. And then also some nice little golf facts at the end because I said, look, golf's always a bit of a sore point in trivia night. I never know any of the answers. Can you hit us with some facts? And we got a few of those. So stick around to the end if you love facts. And I reckon if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. I don't know. Um, Well, thank you for listening. If uh, this is your first one, and it's a podcast where we talk to people about what they're obsessed with. But... If you've listened to a few, thanks. Here it is, Sam Taunton on Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoof, obsessed with golf. What are you what is your obsession? Um golf. Okay. It's actually a great time to talk about golf. Something huge just happened. What happened? Tiger Woods won the Masters oh, on Sunday. Okay. Mm. Um, I, actually, I think I saw something about that in this is like this will show you my knowledge of golf. Okay. An email list that I subscribe to oh about God. tech news <laughs> um, <laughs> was talking. We are rolling in very different circles. I know. I was... got a text message from the TAB being yeah. like, "Get in now for Tiger at the U.S. Open." You're on yeah. a tech mailing list. Whereas my mailing list was about Disney's new TV announcements, and they were like, "While an amazing thing was happening on TV with Tiger Woods, an amazing thing was happening in the boardrooms about TV." <laughs> that was their link. So oh that's my how God. I knew. That's so funny. 
funny. <laughs> what um, happened? Well, so so do you know the story of Tiger Woods? I know that he crashed a car and cheated on his missus. Yes. So that is that's a very light overview. So it's yes. like <laughs> Tiger Woods was like probably the greatest sportsman of all time. Okay. Right. Like he was on track. He was doing things no one had ever done before. Like by the age of thirty three, he'd won fourteen majors. Unheard of. And the guy in front of him, Jack Nicholas, has won 18 major championships. Same so as he's tennis. on the track, yeah. Yeah, there's like major, t- there's four a year, right? Yeah, and so okay. he was on a track to surpass everyone. And he'd been like that since he was like three years old. Like he was doing things. He won like three US amateur championships. No one had ever done that before. He was winning tournaments for like 15, 20 shots. It was crazy, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> it all happened in Australia. He was out here for the Australian Open in 2009. I went and watched him. <laughs> Right, and like you didn't realize, but you were watching this guy just before the fall. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I look back at it now, and I'm like, oh my god, I saw, I was part of history because it all happened. That's when he got caught cheating. Apparently, it came out that he'd been sleeping with like 15 prostitutes, and like in Australia, he bought one over or something oh. from America, and then I think his his wife found out, or someone told his wife, and then that was when it all started going badly. And then like a few months later, his wife attacked him with a golf club. And like was smashing his car and stuff The police okay. had to be called He crashed his car And then it all came out That there was just like He'd been paying people off And like it was crazy But then it gets worse for Tiger right? So he goes through a divorce And then he his body breaks down Like he just can't play golf anymore yeah. His back breaks He had to have like four back reconstructions wow. And like and he just couldn't Apparently he couldn't get out of bed for two years And everyone was like he's done He's got to retire It's over And then last year he came back, started coming back, and everyone's like, "What's he doing? Like, he can't." Everyone was like, "Is he just doing?" Because in golf, and what is he like in his sort of mid forties? Well, he's forty three yeah. now, so he was pretty old. Like, he's pretty old, but like everyone was like, "It's done." Like, it's done. You know, it's just like he's doing. Because in golf, you can play forever and be real bad, but if you're a, like a legend of the game, yeah, people yeah, yeah. will like you still playing. But it's a bit of a sweet kind of nostalgic thing that I don't really care. So everyone's like, "Oh, it's cute. He's coming back or whatever." Because he got and he got like his back is fused together now. <laughs> like he's like oh, he can't wow. bend down very well, but um. And then he just started getting better and better and better and better. And I was like, oh my God, Tiger's back. Then last year he won a tournament and it was pandemonium, right? People went crazy. And then he won the Masters, which is like the, the biggest tournament, one of the biggest kind of sporting events in the world, let alone golf, biggest golf event in the world. It's a major. And he's, it was his 15th major championship. And now they're talking about him going on to beat Jack Nicholas. And it's like, it's an incredible story. And it'll probably go down as like, people talk about Tom Brady in sports as yeah. being like an incredible story and the greatest of all time. I think Tiger Woods has surpassed that. Even though he's got the whole philandering thing, well, mu- muddying it up in the I middle. I think it is funny because it's like in the age of the world of Me Too yeah. situations, it's like he was just a bad guy. Like he, like he was just a, a cheater. You yeah, know? yeah, think, okay. So yeah. it wasn't like sexual harassment. Yeah, or absolutely or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So there's no murky waters there yet, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like he may come down later on, but um, I don't think he will. I think he was just cheating on his uh, wife, who was and a German blew up, supermodel. Blew by the up way. in spectacular fashion. Couldn't have blown up more. So that's yeah. the Tiger Woods story. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the hot thing at the moment. It would be the biggest. New story in the well, no, Notre Dame just burnt down, but yeah, <laughs> that's pretty big. I'm actually I'm putting this out in a week, so oh, okay. by, I mean, who knows what could happen in a week? Yeah, who knows? There could be something else, but that's it's a pretty big news story. Okay. That and then the then the then the. Are you judging me for not knowing about this? Well, I kind of no, knew a little bit. Yeah, so you knew from yeah. the tech. Yeah, news exactly. Thing. Um, but it's pretty big. But if you're not in sports, like you would never. You would probably not care at all. Well, I mean, but are you not on Twitter? Like people were crying on Twitter. Like no, I, I'm, I'm not really on Twitter either. 
Yeah, right. You're off Twitter. I kind of got a bit, bit bored of that. Instagram? I'm, I feel like some people would put no, it. No, because I don't. Instagram's a lot more contained. You know, you curate what yeah, you see. You like, unless actually... it came up in some interior design blog. or. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, basically, the point you're making to me is, Dan, golf is super important. I it's think... The, the, it's what everyone's talking about. And you're an idiot that you aren't into it. It is actually a great game because people quite often rag on it and rightly so it's very slow but it is actually the best game because it combines like crazy psycho brain elements to play it which is what i love about it like you have to be like so it goes for five hours right so you just have to because i used to play at quite a high level like i played for state teams i was going to turn pro that was my dream but i never really was good enough right wow okay so there's a few things going on here now i'm just going to mentally compartmentalize them into some sort of shopping list sure we can backtrack yeah yeah but you'd spend five hours on the golf course and your brain would be in agony because unlike other sports or anything else you do in life comedy or like uh you know you like you do improv and stuff or it's very reactive you know what i mean so you don't really have time to kind of think you just Very do, in the moment. do you know I mean? and a lot of sports almost more, most sports are like that i would argue but golf is not like that it's like you have so much time to think about what you're doing and then you have to like pull the trigger on it and that's why people get the, the thing called there's a thing called the yips in golf yeah have okay. you heard about the yips yeah so as in um you get into your own head and you, you lose your talent yes and well it becomes this mental barrier mm. and some people get it like uh in other sort of like maybe a goal kicking or something people get yes. the yips so they can't yep. do it and but in golf it's crazy to watch like you'll see people over two foot parts and and they're very talented and they can do it but they get the yips and they can't actually like like their brain won't let them move the the golf club the putter and they just can't can't do it it's fascinating how much your brain gets like trashed when you play golf okay so you Came to golf at an early age. Yeah, I started playing when I was like 11. And is that because dad was super into golf? No. Okay. No, no. I played cricket and then uh, a bunch... Because cricket is another one that I've never followed in my life. And then Boxing Day, I sat down and watched, you know, a few days of the test. And um, yeah, what really struck me as well was it's kind of like... I In my mind, I was like, oh, so this is like chess crossed with tennis sure so test cricket yeah is the one that i think you you would probably yeah. like. it's my favorite form of cricket i worked on this cricket show at fox sports over summer and um and it was great because we just watched test cricket like all day and wrote jokes about it <laughs> but it's like it is like a game of chess it's this yeah. five day situation where you're just kind of like trying to put and everything happens so slowly yeah and like, in 40 degree heat yeah and that's why when it gets if you ever watch a test match that goes down to like the last day and like the last kind of session mm. the pressure is like immense because it's just been building and building and building and building and building and building but it doesn't happen but often the time it goes for three days and you're like well that yeah, was a waste yeah, of time yeah, yeah. but like on the odd chance that it goes down to the wire it's like the the greatest spectacle you could ever see but yeah i was playing cricket right and uh, a bunch of kids were like we're gonna go play golf after cricket and then i went down and then how old are these kids 11 what what <laughs> What, what eleven year olds? All eleven year olds are going to play golf. What are you like in some like <laughs> British boarding school no, or something? No, no, no. Look, yeah, Taunton. Yeah, we've all we've all played a few rounds of cricket, a few <laughs> frames of cricket. Now off to the links, eh? Well, no, like it, I think. Look, you're thinking of golf from a very classist perspective. Maybe a very old school one. Maybe sure. Yeah, you're doing your little British accent there. Very all cute. right. Like okay. It, right? In in the UK, probably quite a classist game. America as well, to a certain extent. But in Australia, like there is like very high end golf clubs that are very expensive. Yeah. But like you can go to a public course and play for. Like- I like that you're sticking up for your your passion here because it's very much like I'm sure you get that a lot. Never. 
Never? No, you <laughs> No, you do, of course you do. Yeah, people well it is like a snooty game because it's like the you can play up to a certain extent of like the richest people in like in the world, do you know what I mean? Play mm. golf. Like like Trump's always out there golfing. But even in Australia, it's like Royal Melbourne, we're in the beautiful city of Melbourne recording this right now. <laughs> Ro- Royal Melbourne is like I think it's like fifteen thousand dollars a year to be a member or something. Maybe more. Yeah. And I think the joining fee is like a hundred thousand. Royal Sydney Golf Club, you can't join unless you have like some bloodline heritage. And then all like twelve people have to put you forward and like like so there is a huge element of elitism that goes along with golf, but that's not the ga- the case comp- like entirely. I think. And does that infuriate you? I don't like that part of it. I mean, but as also, if you'd say like, no, I love it. Also, my, fa- yeah. my favorite thing about it is, is how being it's like exclusive. we're better than the peasants. Yeah, but it is also there is something about it, and this is quite awful, probably. But there's there's something quite fun when you get on to a, like a very exclusive private golf course through when you know people, and this is probably why. Um, classism exists and like not because of good golf courses but because it feels nice when you know someone (laughs) (laughs) so you're like i'm gonna stick with these guys and shit on those guys because this is funner up here it's like having a a celebrity working out in the gym or something dude it's a hundred (laughs) percent and it's like way nicer but yeah so i we all went to play golf one afternoon and then everyone kind of stopped playing and then i just kept playing and i quit cricket and then just kept playing so what's like What's it like playing golf as an 11-year-old? Like, I think of when I was an 11-year-old, I was so unco. Like, yeah, I, you, I, I couldn't imagine a tiny ball and me with a long stick with a heavy thing on the end <laughs> and, and swinging it behind my back and thwacking it off into the distance. And actually, I mean, let's not even talk about the ball going somewhere. <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't imagine me making a connection. Well, it's... Have you ever played? I have played mini golf. <laughs> Dude, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. No, it is. It's hard, but once you kind of get the crack of it, you can hit it. Okay, and you get better and better and better, like anything. But there's something about the game that is like you never finish it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're never. There's always something going mm. on, and you always have problems that you're trying to sort out. I mean, imagine a perfect game would be 18 holes in one. Which is impossible. Yeah. Well, it's actually depends what course. I mean, it's not impossible. It technically could be done in the same way that you know you could throw a dart off the Eiffel Tower and hit a bullseye eighteen times in a row. (laughs) But you know, you're not going to. Well, it could. The problem is par fives. You probably can't get reach in one. That's the issue on a golf course. It would have to be a very short golf course. Yeah, and there'd be no sort of challenge or whatever in that. Well, yeah. Well, they would. No, but... they would, but it wouldn't be like as it wouldn't be like a champ. You could never do it in a professional event. Yeah, I get what you thing. mean. Yeah. Um, but like, so an eleven-year-old, I think it was just it was a very weird upbringing because it was like I would just go to a golf course and then hang out with like sixty-year-olds for like that was my kind of yeah. teenage years a lot of the time. Like I was just hanging out with these sixty-five-year-old men that would like buy me cokes and they'd, and they'd see they'd you and be beer. like, "This guy's a goddamn genius." Well, yeah, I was like a little prodigy, and they yeah. would I would, I would give them lessons and stuff. That would have felt great. Yeah, but it's also not a normal teen. Like everyone else is like smoking durries and like going to parties, <laughs> and I'm hanging out with like Gary and Rob. Like just at a golf course on the south coast of New South Wales. Do you think that's affected who you are as a person? Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> what do you mean? I missed out on all these life experiences because I was playing golf like a loser, and now I don't even play that much. What now- kind of a time commitment was it? You, like we- you you'll drop your your bubble water when you hear this. <laughs> We're drinking sparkling water, by the way. <laughs> Is so every day I would wake up at six a.m. No, at 5.30am and I'd be at the golf course by 6am, right? And then I'd practice, like I'd hit golf balls, I'd work on my short game, I'd chip and putt till like 
8 30 then i'll go to school and then generally i would like wag the last two periods of school i went to a pretty bad school Just and to do more golf and then get to the golf course at like one and then play like 18 holes or practice hit more golf balls and then like every so that was every day pretty much and then every weekend i'd be traveling somewhere and playing a golf tournament were you well known for this? Like, I remember I went to school with Eamon Sullivan, who went on oh, to be like an Olympic swimmer. The swimmer, the 50 meter yeah. guy. And, um, What's he doing now? Is uh, he a model? He's in Perth. Um, I know he has a, a restaurant or two in Perth. Really? He won like Celebrity MasterChef. Um, really? Yeah. Um, he's done well. Not he that I've stalked him, amazingly yeah. well. But um, I remember like our final year 12 assembly or something, because our school was not sporty at all. Okay. And I remember the phys ed teacher getting him up on stage and telling the whole year group, like, this guy is going to be famous. He's going to go to the Olympics. He's really good. And we were all just like looking with this puzzled look on our face. Like, what? Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, he always did well at swimming kind of. No, he's very like low key kind of guy. But he was just like standing up there and almost a little sheepish. And all of us like, well, yeah, I mean... He always did well at the swimming carnival <laughs> and he'd always be practicing on the weekends. That's so funny. In your head, it was like, what could he be going to the Olympics yeah. for? What's Good on swimming? him. Yeah. The only, yeah. The only is per- he doing an interpretive <laughs> dance there or something? <laughs> he part of the opening ceremony? Yeah, yeah, or exactly. Is he doing front of house? Yeah, I think yeah. he's doing front of house. <laughs> the, only, the only person from my school that's, that's not, they're not famous, right? But this is like the only thing from my year at school is, is kind of my mate. He lives in New York and uh, I think he owns like a little media company or like an Australian clothes shop or something. But one time he wanted to go to Splendor in the Grass, so he started like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe to raise money for him to go to Splendor in the Grass. <laughs> and people went nuts online and were like trolling him, being like, "What the fuck? Like this is you're an idiot. Like you're the worst person." I remember he was on like Triple J Hack, and he was getting like death threats and stuff. Just the Splendor douche. Well, yeah, he was just like, oh, "I want to go to a music festival. <laughs> Can someone give me some money?" And but he got the money, like he he raised like the six grand or something, and like flew to Splendor. But it was so gross because it was like you know um, on like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe, yeah. they have like what you yeah, get, like or a tar- yeah. target goals. So or something, if you yeah. donate fifty dollars, you get you might get a, a signed picture or something. A <laughs> of lot him of times, Splendor. But no, his were like. Like, I'll go see a band with you. Like, that was, like, one of the things. And it was, like, we'll have a drink at the gold bar. Like, that kind of... It was that's horrible. actually genius. But he got the money. Yeah. He actually got the money. And that's the most famous person at your school. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, but was there buzz at your school around you? Were they, like, you know, there goes the golf guy? Yeah, no, it was, like, oh, he's the golf guy. But it wasn't cool. It wasn't, okay. like, it wasn't, like, oh, my God, he's going to be something. Yeah, because even if you are something, it's like, cool, man, you did really well at the old man sport. Well, yeah, and it, and it was like, and I can't stress how much everyone else was smoking diaries and drinking. <laughs> That's what everyone was doing. This was not a good school. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, it was a fine school. My school, if my principal is listening. A it was fine like, school, yeah. It was a fine school. Um, but yeah, so they were like, oh, he's the golf, it, golf kid. It was just, I was just a bit of a weirdo. But very popular and charismatic, as like as you can tell, like I am right now. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, people when did, loved me. <laughs> when did you realize that this could really go somewhere? Well, so I was never like the best. I was probably like top ten in the state, New oh, South Wales, terrible for my age group. And then I played in the state team two years in a row, and I was like, I want to do this. I want to do golf, right? And then 
so I feel this is kind of the, the 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 path you would go on to be a professional golfer, right? You would play junior golf, and then you're 18, then you play a few years of amateur golf, where you kind of play events, but you're not a professional. Mm. And so, because there's a big thing between amateur and professional golf, so you can't win heaps of money, basically. So once you earn over a certain amount, then you've got to turn professional. But then once you're a professional, you can't play in like club golf. So you're okay. in kind of no man's land, basically. Yeah, yeah. So what everyone does is they play these high-end amateur events and then they turn pro. So they do that for a few years. So I was a year out of school and I was like, I was playing off like like a zero handicap plus one handicap. So like at better than par, if you know what that means. Yeah, because so a par is like if you've got uh, the course, they say, look, it'll take the average person this many shots to get through it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it's kind of an average of what you should get on the on the whole, right? So if you go so below, most people are over par. Sure, or everyone is pretty okay, much. It's like it. there's like yeah. besides professionals, pretty much yeah. everyone is over par. So sure. technically, par is what a zero handicap person yep. should make on the whole, basically. And then the whole handicap system is based around the par. And yep. how many over par you are. So if you're off an 18 handicap, you get to play to your handicap, you have to shoot 18 over par. And if I'm off zero, you shoot 18 over par and I shoot even par. We actually so have had the same sit score. And wait for everyone else to finish? Well, yeah, no, you kind of play the hole at the same time. And then, but yeah, a lot of the time you're just kind of watching them take more shots. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is what was happening. I like that though, because normally if someone's really good, right? Yeah. It sucks for everyone else. Like think of basketball. If totally. one of you makes super good or at tennis. basketball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to play tennis, tennis with my friend and he just yeah. destroyed me. And I was Correct. like, this is the worst. Whereas in golf, if you destroy everyone, you just have to sit around and watch them all enjoy the game. Oh yeah, totally. It's great. <laughs> you just kind of have more time to chat. That's the other good thing about <laughs> golf is like, there's so much talking. Mm. So if you like talking, and spinning a yarn best game you could ever play uh, but so I was going to turn pro that was my big plan yeah. right so I finished school and I'm playing pennant golf which is like inter club mm. golf so we were playing I played for a club in Sydney called Bonnie Doon right not to be confused with Brilliant. the uh, famous uh, town in Victoria that yeah. the castle made famous where which is I, it have you been um, there yeah well I only realised because I grew up in uh, WA and I only realised when I moved to Victoria that there actually, actually was, was a, a real place. Bonnie Doon well yeah I didn't know re- I always thought it was kind of made up but it's as you're driving out to the snow yeah it's like north northwest yeah, is it like northeast northeast that kind of way of Melbourne. I'm pointing. You're pointing <laughs> in a very inner city. Like there's just yeah. there is just buildings out there. That like, way? I think it's that way. You have no yeah. idea. That way is fits Johnson. Anyway, whatever. I don't know where we are. Anyway, but so I'm playing. We were playing. For, I was playing for Bonnie Doon, which is quite a good club in Sydney. They would give me membership, so yeah. I'd represent them, kind of thing. And we were playing. I think we we're playing Liverpool at New Brighton Golf Club in Sydney, right? And I was getting smashed. Like I was okay. getting very badly beaten. It was just one on one. And I was walking down the tenth fairway, and I was, and I remember I just had a thought, and I was like, "I'm, I'm done. I don't like the competitive competitiveness of it. Like I hate it." And then all my friends were at uni, or they were like backpacking around the country, and so, and then the next day, I, I like quit. I, I didn't quit. I, I was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm done playing pennants." And then I pulled out of heaps of events. I mean, and luckily for some reason, I had applied to a university. I don't know why. And then, because I was trying, I was going to go to America down. and play like college golf yeah, in yeah. America. And then I ended up turning that down because I was like, I'll stay in Australia and play here because it'll be cheaper. And, but then, and then I didn't do that. And then I ended up just going to uni and doing like a shitty arts degree. Do you regret ever not going to the US playing yeah, golf? all the time. Really? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. It would have been the best time of my life. I mean, you know, MTV's not bad. Well... Is it? <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> it's 
true. I could have had. I could have been. It's true. I don't know. Like, who knows where my life would have gone? Yeah, I know. Things are going okay at the moment. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? But like, it would have been kind of fun to go to America as a. But I was a loser, eighteen-year-old. Like, I was. Yeah, right. I was a real. Like, I didn't know what was going on in my life. I hadn't seen the world. Yeah, I was very innocent. What that was like the moment where I, I won't, don't want to call it your lowest point, but that was the moment where the magic, <laughs> well, was, the magic kind of vanished, right? Sure. What? In terms of playing it, I still love the game. Yeah, and no, I play absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Can you think of a moment when you were out on the the green and you were just like, like you in that state of flow, like this is phenomenal, like I can't hit a ball wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had some good rounds of golf. What does it feel like? It's crazy. You're locked yeah. in the zone. You can't miss when you when your putter's running hot. I remember once I was I I was playing this golf course on the south coast of New South Wales. It's a pretty easy golf course, but I was nine under par through thirteen holes, which is crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like unbelievable. Yeah. Like I'm so under. Like and I was just holding parts. I was making eagles. I think I ch- I was chipping in. Like it was a crazy time. I ended up choking badly. And oh. I think I shot four under or something. Like I just, which I, is I guess not that bad. No, that's still really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But that's part of like the mental part of golf as well. Is that like all of a sudden you get like you're going quite well, and then you're like, oh, I could stuff this up coming home. And then, you know, and yeah, like this. So the the idea that this could be the most amazing game you ever play almost stops it from being the most amazing to- game. You absolutely, ever and that's the big, and that's kind of like pretty much what Greg Norman is known for, choking. Oh. Like, so he is he he's like probably maybe the most naturally one of the most naturally gifted golfers of all time, right? He was incredible, but on the big stage, he would choke like famously choke in so many situations. Like he could have won like 15, 20 major championships. But he only won two because he's just like, like goes crazy, loses his mind, makes bad decisions, will lose, just freaks out and can't do it. Almost the yips kind of thing. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. That's very common in golf. Like it happened at the Masters on the weekend. That's what makes it so good because it's like whenever there's a big tournament coming down the stretch, you're just looking to see who stuffs it up. Yeah, watch someone crumble. People just crumble. It's amazing. Because there's too much pressure. There's too much time to think about it. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you know, you talk about like how great it feels when you, you, you are running hot and you are just nailing it. But surely you have enough time to cool off between shots. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, I think if you're a cynical person or you, um, you know, very, like you see the world, you know, glass mm. half empty, very bad game to play Maybe at a high level because you're like, instead of being like, I could I could make a birdie on the next hole, you think, oh, what if I make a bogey? Well, maybe that's why... It's a game of positivity. But someone like Tiger Woods, for example, like maybe the reason he's gotten in trouble with his wife in such a fantastical way is because he has this golf mindset of just like, I'm great, I'm going to... That's why he's good at golf. Of course. Why a lot of CEOs play because they're like, "Um, you know... Even if I lose hundreds of millions of dollars, I'll get it back next quarter well, or whatever. Yeah, totally. And the Tiger thing as well is like he'd never been told no, I don't yeah. think ever in his life. Like from the age of like two, he started and he was like on telly. He was this prodigy and then he was winning and everyone was like, you're amazing. You can't do anything wrong. You're incredible. And that's probably why he got himself into a bit of trouble. And see, the CEO thing's interesting. That's the one bit of golf that I dislike yeah. thoroughly is like the networking business side of it. When people go and do business deals, I'm like, yuck, don't ruin a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'd be like you and me would go crunch a deal on the golf course and then we'd shake hands <laughs> Cigars, at the end of it and I'd be yeah. like, oh, the takeover's happening. Uh, maybe you're too good a person for golf. Well, look, I like that. I like that theory a lot. Maybe I am too good a person, or but I still like the game. Like I'm going to go play on Thursday, I think. 
Um, and like, there's a few comedians like me and Matt O'Kine will go and play a bit in Sydney. And I've still got heaps of friends that are like pros and stuff that work in golf courses around kind of Melbourne and Sydney. And you've so, got like, do you hire a set of clubs or do you? Well, no, I've got my own clubs. But here in Melbourne. Oh yeah, I'll just borrow some clubs off someone. What about so? Your own clubs, right? Are we talking like you've over the years put together this perfect arsenal of weapons or do you just buy them all in one hit, like a drum kit and get like one sweet kit? Dude, that's... Yeah, it's more like... Like, I would say it's like putting together a drum kit. Yeah, so... So I've got... My set of irons are pretty old. So they're probably like five or six years... No, older than that. Probably seven years old. But they're like forged steel, but they're blades. So they're like quite hard to hit. So you've got to kind of have a skill level that's okay to use them. But they're more about the feel. Yeah. So it's like, whereas you can get irons that are like very forgiving. So the, so like if you miss the center of the club face, they'll still the ball will still go pretty well. Whereas mine, if you don't hit the center of the club face, it'll just go terribly. Like they're quite hard to hit, but you have more feel and you can shape them more. But you've got to kind of got to be at a nice, better like a higher skill level to use. Yeah, I get what you mean. So I have those, but they're kind of like. Like, so I just have that. They've been around for a while. And then I update, like, my driver every few years. I've had my putter forever. And then I get a new set of wedges probably every year or two or something like that, which are, like, the chipping clubs that you use out of bunkers and yeah. stuff like that because they're kind of – they get worn out a bit more. Um, I just think of that Simpsons bit when it's like, use an open-faced club, Dude, a sandwich. That's it, the sandwich. <laughs> that, it's, it's true. Open-faced club sandwich. That's it. That's what it's called. That's why it's called that. Um, but it's so nerdy if you don't know about golf. I feel oh, like this must be the most is. boring episode yeah. for someone to listen to. Or if thrilling, who knows? Well, okay, let's make it worthwhile. So you were saying how like Greg Norman... Um, Famously, has only won two tournaments or yeah. two Grand Slams. He's or won two British Opens. He's won heaps of tournaments, but two major tournaments. short majors. That's yeah. um, often. Uh, so I uh, do you know the the newspaper quiz over brunch with my mates every Sunday. Oh and yeah, golf- d- dude, I did that with on tour with Jill Cosgrove. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're always doing it right yeah. every weekend, and because she's always it's good on fun tour. actually. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, it's great. Right? The, the West Australian. Yeah, yeah, newspaper yeah, yeah, one. yeah. So there's always golf questions, and we always like. Cricket, sometimes we know. Horse racing, we never know. Golf, we never know. And we're sure. just like, why is there a golf question in here? <laughs> so what I'm going to ask you... I love this. Are there some cool golf facts, some historical things that might like crop up? Like, again, that famous thing, like the question might be how many tournaments has... Uh, or how many majors has uh, Greg Norman won? Yes. Two, 22, or 42? And we all be like, well, it must be 42. You know, sure. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I would say... I would say if it's ever a question about a golfer drinking a lot and partying, it's a guy called John Daly. Oh, okay. I was going to say Arnold Palmer because he's got a drink named after him. Arnold Palmer was like a very iconic figure in golf. He was like in the 60s and he was like the guy that, he was the face of golf and he was like a big drinker and he was like handsome and he was kind of like a movie star, but he wasn't like people loved him and he made golf really, really popular. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's got drinks. Uh, like he's cool. I like him. Arnold Palmer. He's really cool. No, but it's this guy. The called, thinking man's golfer. It's this, this guy called John Daly in the okay. 90s was like this dude and he used to smoke like a cigarette and eat a packet of peanut M&Ms a whole, like when he would play and he was like really fat, but he could hit the ball like really far and he was like a redneck from the South in America and stuff and he just kind of like, People were like, what is this guy? And he was really good and he didn't, he famously like didn't practice and he went and partied and all he would eat would be like chocolate and like cheeseburgers and stuff. He, I read his book, it's incredible. He's famously quoted as saying the hardest thing he ever did in his life was change from um, Pepsi to Diet Pepsi. <laughs> That's the hardest thing he ever, because he went to the doctor 
and they were like, you, they were like, you're going to get diabetes like tomorrow. This is terrible. You've got to stop taking sugar and he's like what if i drank diet pepsi and they're like well it's a good start because he was drinking like four liters yeah he would have like he'd play golf and he would drink like eight cans of it in a round like it was just that like was he didn't just, drink water yeah. the golden age of american nutrition wasn't oh it? totally it, yeah but he's still going but now and he's got like huge gambling debts and oh it's a great story and he did have you ever seen the movie tin cup it's no, a golfing no. movie. I have probably haven't it? seen it because it's a golfing movie. Okay, yeah. it's got Kevin Costner in it, and he plays this like washed up club. The pro, name rings a bell, and he and he goes to the U.S. Open to tr- and like in the movie, and it's like he he's famously known for like like always taking it on. So there's like a water hazard, and you could just lay up and then hit your next one over it, like you know, plays smart. Yeah, but he like always goes for it. Okay, and so the whole point of the movie is that he just keeps going for it, and he always goes for it, and he runs out of golf balls. That actually happened to John Daly, like. <laughs> <laughs> like he ran out of golf balls The guy's day. a movie basically. Oh dude Like his yeah. life's incredible So if it's any question Like something ridiculous Nutrition Drinking It's this guy called John Daly uh, If it's ever like Like the big famous Greg Norman choke And that I feel like Is a quiz A question I've seen In quizzes It's like yeah. who Was leading The 96 US Masters By six shots And lost to Nick Faldo Greg Norman It's the most famous choke Of all time Great he, It's incredible um, Any question about choking Is probably uh, Like Greg Norman Um <laughs> I don't know what else. Like Jack Nicholas is on the most major championships. Everyone gets that wrong because they think it's Tiger Woods. Okay, but it's a guy called Jack Nicholas. All right, but and not for long potentially. Or it'd be crazy if Tiger did it because he's getting older. It's pretty hard to win majors in your mid forties. But he's but who knows? He's cra- he's very talented. Um and and what the golf was invented in Scotland. That's another good okay tip by by Scottish people. St Andrews. Oh yeah, okay. Because mm. that's like the world's oldest. Yeah, world, and Did, they they still play there. But that's where was it. Wasn't Trump in Scotland when Brexit was happening because he was opening a golf course Dude, there? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Trump. That's the. Thing. I don't know if you saw this article the other day, but it came out. Someone came out saying that Trump. They play golf with Trump, and they've done it over the years quite a lot. And he's the worst cheater like they've ever had. And it's kind of like the Simpsons. Um, uh, Mr. Burns thing <laughs> You know He's like He thinks he's never lost A game of golf Because yeah. like Smithers Is like putting the ball In the hole for him and he's like Yeah I just get one And and so I think Trump's like that And then Apparently that was What happened with um. I'm just imagining Like Jared Kushner Just hiding in a bush Like moving the ball for him Dude well done, the, Yeah He's done it again Yeah <laughs> But what's the what? You know, who's the North Korean president Kim Jong-un Kim Jong-un Yeah His dad Apparently Like Held every course record for like golf courses in yeah. North Korea. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he would always be like, I had a one. Like he he actually got eighteen. I think I think he scored eighteen. So if there is ever no a quiz that says who's the best golfer ever, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, hedge yeah, yeah. your bets, just go with him. Yeah, because he played, and I think he played golf with Dennis Rodman, and he was like, dude, oh, you didn't. Yes, get... I remember the Dennis Rodman thing. And he's yeah. like, you didn't like because he would just say he had a hole in one on every hole, and they're like, I clearly saw you not do that. You probably had ten shots on the hole. And then that person just gets murdered in yeah, suspicious totally. circumstances. Yeah, exactly. He'd be the worst person to play golf with. <laughs> um, cool, alright I feel like then Even if people found this whole thing excruciating And they probably did And I'm so sorry that I suggested golf I had so many other things to talk about Well, tell me the other ones And maybe we can do another one down the line um, What else are you into? I like Prove that you're well-rounded I, I do I, I'm very into music I'm very into guitars Hold the gold, it. man oh, For the do- next episode For the return episode When I do BB King Yeah, yeah I'd love to do it When I'm in Sydney 
yeah, come up and, oh. I'll, and I'll bring in a guitar and I'll show you. Oh, yeah, just great. Because I've got the cool guy at the house party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolutely not. I'll never play it. But I'll show you. All right, here's guitar. Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Did I tell you I used to play golf as a kid? Oh, my yeah. God. I actually am on, on paper the worst person. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you look at me and then I tell you my interests, you'd be like, this guy fucking sucks. I would never hang out with him. You've managed to spin it, though. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... yeah. But it'll You all... must have a good personality. Nah, dude, it will all catch up. It'll <laughs> all catch People, it will, like, click on to and people are like, what the fuck are we doing hanging yeah. out with this guy? He sucks. <laughs> Why do we listen to him for half oh, an hour? God. Why do we pay for his comedy yeah. show? <laughs> what if we buy a ticket to this? That's actually what people do think when Should they should have gone to Nanette's. I could have yeah. learnt something. <laughs> Just seeing this guy talking about his new glasses for 15 minutes. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, you're all right, mate. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. <laughs> Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBooth is pretty much made entirely by me, Dan DeBooth, except for the music, which is by Caleb Garfinkel, and the artwork, which is by David Ferrier and Joe Kutry. <laughs>